0: Brothers and sisters of the barbecue world, Cowboy Kev here welcoming you to another episode of Man Meat Barbecue with your host, Mikey Kay. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly sponsored by Fire and Smoke Barbecue. If you're looking for a new seasoning, head over to fireandsmokebbq.com. We ship nationwide or pick up a catering menu for those of you in the Chicago area. Also brought to you by Myron Mix and Smoker's you're a caterer, competition, or just a backyard cooker, we have the smoker for you. Go check them out at MyronMixandSmokers.com. And now, here is your host, Mikey K.
1: We are coming with a new episode. Uh, we are hanging out with Jack from Coyote Jack Smoke Pit. Uh, if you go to Coyote Jack Smoke Pit, all one word on Instagram, you'll find him. Um, if you go to Coyote Jack Smoke Pit, all one word dot com you'll also find him there. <coughs> Those are the easiest places to find him. Uh I believe you're also on YouTube also and some other stuff, so go figure that stuff out, guys. It's super easy. There'll be links. But man, thank you so much for coming to the show with us, hanging out. Um how how are you tonight?
0: I'm great. Hi how how is everybody as well? Hello. And thank you for having me on, man. This is so awesome. I freaking barbecue podcasts how cool is that <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it it's a thing it, it's a thing
1: barbecue podcasts are a thing it's kind of funny when we kind of first started up, it, it really wasn't there wasn't too many people yeah and now 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 uh, there's a couple barbecue podcasts which are pretty cool so what are you cooking on what's what's your give us a little bit about you
0: well, let's see, I, st- I, I started grilling in 2007, just got myself a little grill and just, you know, started with hot dogs and then burgers and then moved on after that <laughs> and then smoking and, you know, had to buy another grill and what's a smoker and then had to buy another smoker and it's just an addiction we all know and there's always room for another one and there's always space and uh, just kept growing and growing. And I'm actually a, a artist, filmmaker, puppeteer, voiceover, performer, all that and uh the the grilling was basically like my hobby and you know my family's got to eat so i might as well cook it outside and then that combined with the the smoke and cigars and pipe tobacco and drinking and whiskeys and all that stuff so it's kind of all of it put together i was like i might as well just make this into a youtube facebook show and so that's basically where where that came from but the coyote jack smoke pit was like a hashtag that i would just use like a you know to to post my pictures on instagram and stuff And then, and now it's just the show and like, you know, I do it like every two weeks and uh, it's just me grilling and smoking food and it's kind of like a cooking show plus a pairing of, of liquors and smokes show and a puppet show as well. So I use all, all of my talents in one thing. (laughs) I mean, at least you're getting all the talents in, in one. Yeah, at least you're
1: putting it all together, which, you know, is, is more than some people could
0: say. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, that's the challenging part about it is like, how can I? What how, What does a puppet have anything to do with 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 a cooking show or grilling? It's like he's like the, the, the crazy sidekick. And
1: well, I mean, it depends you know, on what 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 cooking show you're watching.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the
1: person that's actually the person teaching it to you is the puppet. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Um, well, I just, I had a train of thought and I totally just lost it, but, uh, that's okay. Uh, so when you started doing, doing the whole YouTube thing, how long have
0: you, how long have you been on the, uh, how long have you been on the YouTubes? So the, it was, it's really weird cause I'm also learning as I go, but I, I've, I've done, I have YouTube that I use for my movies. So I, I've, I have all the movies I've ever made since I was 16 are on my, my Ventura productions uh, channel, which is for my, my movie production company. But uh, and then Jackarama, which is my art stuff, which I was doing art shows and stuff. I've had that YouTube that I've worked on for a long time, but I've never done like a subscription base kind of like remember to subscribe, guys, because I I didn't do anything weekly or biweekly or anything until now. So this new uh, Korean Jack Smoke Pit channel uh, has been has been challenging and and, and learning experience because like I would post a video on Facebook and that episode was like, you know, 1600 views. And it's like, oh, wow. And then you post that same video that same day on YouTube and it's like 20 views and you're like, what? And so there's a lot of like, you know, little tricks you got to put hashtags in and, and – There's and, the algorithm.
1: You got to fall clouds. into it.
0: That's the dirtiest word, the algorithm. I hate the algorithm. I hate all the algorithms of every every app known to man. Well, everywhere. the hard – so
1: <laughs> so the hard thing is and we're, we're going to kind of – we'll go into this a little bit because I think it will be fun. I know it's a barbecue show, but this is what we're allowed – I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Um But it's so interesting to me how each thing just runs on its own. Yeah. And what I mean each thing, I mean each platform. Each platform kind of runs on its own in the sense that, like, YouTube has its own algorithm. Instagram has its own algorithm. And all these things have their own algorithm. And the hard thing is you got to figure them all out. And they all like their own different content. So a video that might do really really well on YouTube may do really really poorly
0: on Facebook. Yeah, and, and, and vice Facebook versa. also has the groups. Yeah, the group like I'm a member of a lot of barbecue groups, smoking groups, dad groups, all kinds of stuff. And so sharing the Facebook video on there was a little a little easier. And there, and, it's, <coughs> and, it, and Facebook of course makes it easier to, to share those their, their own video as well. So that that also made it different. But I mean, that's just a big thing, right? Yeah. The community and i posting there. on all three every, every time. And it's just kind of like letting it, letting it go out there, do what it wants and, and just having fun with it.
1: Yeah. And then also sometimes the time, the time that yeah. you
0: post can yeah.
1: really, you know, make or break your video. Yeah. If you post a video super late at night, it might not, it might not get as many views cause there's not as many, I mean, there's not as many of your type of uh, content taker inners. As, right. Yeah. As, Demographic. You know. <laughs> yes. That's the word I was looking yes. <laughs> for. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a very interesting demo or it's a very interesting algorithm. And like, sometimes, you know, that video hits that algorithm and it goes.
0: Yeah. And then other times it doesn't. And, and speaking of algorithm and barbecue, by the way, and cooking, um, it's really weird because, like, you know, somebody was like, "Oh, you should, uh, you you should monetize and you should advertise and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Oh, you know," and you always get like promote this ad and kind of things. And I tried it out just to see what would happen, just to learn from it. And I can't get monetized and I cannot advertise because I'm showing disturbing imagery by butchering meat and trimming meat. Really? Yeah, and a lot of so I'm getting back. I've gotten back first of all that there's no way any of these things are going on because I'm smoking in them and I'm using tobacco products and cigars and pipe tobacco and showcasing them and liquor and drinking it. And then on top of that, the uh yeah, the disturbing imagery of that. And then there's there's a, there's one episode that got blocked. Uh, that's really weird because was, um, I mean
1: you got you got um how to barbecue right,
0: which is Malcolm Reed.
1: He's he's definitely
0: monetized. Yeah, it's really that's that's what I'm saying. Like you, you never know, and I guess you have to fight the the bots. You just have to fight, because like I had, I had the one episode that that uh, I get a a griddle delivered to me, and the joke is that packages that come to the pit, they 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 fall from the sky, and they land on the puppet's head, and uh, this uh, the the one thing landed on him and it landed on his body and crushed him, and he's just like, get this thing off of me, you know. So the imagery of that. I actually got a note back saying that there's no cruelty to animals allowed on your videos. (laughs) You're like, it's a puppet. puppet, It's a freaking puppet, man. Yeah. So, and and I, you know, I clicked, you know, uh, what is it? dispute, and then they were like, oh, okay, it's good. So it's just it's just going through the the robots. You know what I mean? That's just man, that's insane. Yeah, disturbing imagery, cutting up a brisket. What?
1: I don't see how that would fall into disturbing
0: imagery. It's just the the bot basically sees blood and sees things like that. And it's just the grass, you know, it's just an automatic bot that just, it's just well, I mean, there's so programmed. many images
1: or so many videos that get uploaded to YouTube. So, I mean, it is, it is mind blowing at how many Im- or how many videos are uploaded like per minute or something like that. It's insanity. Yeah. Yeah. and they it's not like it's a real person that has to go through all these and be like yeah okay I approve your video you're good no it, right. it it's a robot and it's it's a computer screen that yeah. you know I just, I just it love it and, that it's
0: soft fur and a box on top of it and it was like animal cruelty <laughs> I laughed at yeah, that one
1: man that's uh YouTube's crushing you hard.
0: Yeah, but it's—I mean, again, you know, the—I got my, my my buddies watching it. I got my 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 friends from my barbecue groups on Facebook watching, and we're all having fun, just kind of you know seeing what's what, and I'm having fun making them until it runs out, and then I don't want to make them anymore. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of brought you into
1: barbecue? What made you enjoy cooking? Um,
0: I think it was you know, it's like that it's the, it's the love of the outdoors and the love of the nature. And anytime you've got an open fire and you smell that you immediately just, it takes you back to the primal, you know, love of the land kind of thing, you know, just like being a boy scout back in the day and like camping and, uh, the smells and the sights and all that. That's number one. Number two, that like just the science of it, that all the things you can do with one piece of meat, you, and 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 that there's purists and creatives and so many different like that's not how you do a tomahawk like what <laughs> you got to reverse here that you got to use those you know this technique and the diamond technique and so I I love that part of it trying different ways to make it because there is not just the one way it's so it's just a lot of it just the whole the whole world of it uh, fascinates me the smoke and the temp and the you know the beauty of it um, all of it I mean. You hit a lot of great points there.
1: Uh, I think there's a lot of different ways to um, come to the same product and come to the not, not necessarily always the same result, but yeah. but the finished product, right? Um, we do a show on Sunday nights. Uh, me, it's me and Cowboy Kev. We do barbecue chat. Uh, it is an Instagram live show. And one of the things we kind of always say is, you know, you can ask us barbecue questions. You may not like our answer because we may give you – we're going to give you what we – you know, the way that we cook it and right. the way that we want to cook it. Uh, we are uh, a little bit more barbecue purists in the sense that we cook on stick burners. Um everything's real wood uh if it's not real wood it's you know lump charcoal uh so we're very very much into that realm of it needs to me it needs to be cooked over real wood uh and and i say that because the flavor is different the 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 feel of the food i feel is different than when you you know
0: like a pellet cooker, it it just cooks differently than than a stick burner does. It just does. I I still have I'm, I mean I'm not putting anybody down, but I, I still have yet to try any meat that has come out of a pellet pellet cooker. So I, I mean I, maybe it's the best thing ever, but but to me also you know mentioning pellet cooker like I'm like. Ugh. It just takes the whole fun out of sitting out there, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? and like I get it for
1: some people that are like, listen, I don't want to sit out there. That's not my mm-hmm. that's not my enjoyment. I like the food, yeah. or I don't have time to sit out there. Okay, right. right. I get it, dude. I get it.
0: But like, you know, you don't want to miss the game. You want well,
1: put the TV outside. <laughs> but like, dude, like I get it. But at the same time, like there, there, there's an appreciation for that art. And I feel like there's a lot of people that that started cooking on pellets or start, you know, and they're like, "Well, I make it just as good as you do." Blah 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 blah. And it's like you're not appreciating the art form right. that your food is actually coming from.
0: Right, right.
1: You know what I mean? It's like going up to a French chef
0: and being like, "Yeah, I do it the same way." Well, it's 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 a it's an oil painting and a digital painting. Yeah. They're, they're they're both awesome, but it's a completely different skill and and mindset and artistry. Like, I I feel more comfortable with a brush and some oils, but I I don't know what ZBrush on a Mac does. So it's just it's different, and you it, it's going to look different. It's going to feel different. Yeah, the weight of it is different. The smell of it is different. All of it, you know. Exactly. That's a big, but again, that's a if good you like good it, Then uh, go for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not I that mean, there's
1: it, anything wrong with that. I just don't cook that way. So like we always say, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get the answer from me different than you are from maybe somebody else for that reason. Because let's, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my answer. Right. You know what I mean? And I have, it has to work that way. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: no like, I get... know from experience what I like and what my family likes to eat, and what my friends expect from me when when they come here, you know.
1: Yep, I know what my clients expect from me.
0: You know what I which, mean? Which is amazing. Yeah, you have to, and 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 that's the thing. Like, I, I I wonder too with your with your kind of business. Like, do you ever go into a place and they're like, "Hey, we want this and this and this," and then you go, "Yep," yeah, but check this out, and then you you've changed people's minds about food in general and how things are prepped because they actually see things happening a different way.
1: You know, we haven't had too much of that happen. Um, we, we do a lot of catering, so a lot of the food shows up in foil pans, you know, mm, okay. leaves the kitchen, shows up in foil pans, they're, they're getting it that way. Some people will ask us to cook on site, That that is something that we offer. Um, very rarely do people go for it. Um, and I say that because, uh, when I'm cooking on site, I have to charge you a little bit more. I kind of have to charge you a premium, uh, um, for, for the fact that now you have taken me away from any other business. Uh. You got to think about, I can't be like, Hey, I'm going to cook at your house. Like, you know what I mean? Like on site for you, but I got four other caterings. And I'm going to cook all of them there. You know what I'm saying? Like it right. just doesn't work that way. So when when I have – when you, if you say, hey, I want you to cook on site, it's like no problem. There is an additional fee for that. Why? Because you're taking me away from any other business that I could possibly get that day. Right? right? You have me for the whole day. You have my full 100% attention. So guess what? You got to pay for it.
0: Right. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: And I don't think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, it's just, you get my attention. Yep. Good or bad. <laughs> you know, it, it. and with what we're going through now, um, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting world.
0: Not sure yeah. when, when we're going to change. I, yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. I mean, uh, you know, being at home uh, and doing the show is is fun. And I have a lot of friends that are like, I want to you know, I want to be on, on the show, too. I want to do a, a guest spot and eat. Yeah. Or cook. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I don't want to be on the show wearing my masky. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to I want to not think about it. Like, you know, I don't want. It's an entertainment value, you know, and it's just, yeah, everything's, everything's harder. It's also an escape. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I know that like, cause
1: we, we serve to the general public. So we're, we're, we also do pop-ups and stuff like that. And, uh, man, it is, it is rough. Working in a mask is not fun. Uh, for anyone that doesn't have to do it, congratulations. Like it's fantastic. Don't do it. Uh, yeah. But for those of us that are out there and we, you know, we really have to do it because A, it makes our customers feel safer. So we have to do it. Right. Yeah. And if they don't feel safe, dude, they're not going to come. Yeah. They're just not there. You know what I mean? They're not
0: going to. So what's, what's the, what's the most requested food item you guys get? Um,
1: for catering or for pop-ups? Because that's going to be two different answers. Both answers. Um. So for pop ups, our most requested item is always our pull uh, our pork belly burn ends. That's our most requested. That's what everybody wants. Um. They they tend to sell out the fastest. So, you know, with something selling out faster, it, it always makes it always makes a, a a larger demand, right? Right. Uh, for catering. It's brisket. Mm. We we sell a lot of brisket catering. Um, it, I don't know why the pork belly doesn't go quite as well via um, catering. I would think that it would spill over, right? Mm. But I think it's when people are catering with us, they're looking to feed large amounts of people. You know, and right. – like pork belly burn ends, yeah, they'll, they'll, they go a little bit, but not everyone's a huge fan of them. Like, not everyone wants something that is a little higher in fat. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, sometimes people are just like, you know, my grandma really likes the lean brisket. It's like, okay. <laughs> no problem. Like, the lean brisket, that's the best part. Let me tell you.
0: Uh, but I would think that people want ribs. Like just ribs and wings. That's like
1: ribs. Ribs are a are are probably a second bestseller. Interesting. It's like right up there. Yeah. Ribs and ribs are ribs are a second bestseller. Um, the hard thing with wings for us, the hard thing with wings is a lot of people don't want to pay for wings. Mm. And not that I'm saying that we're super expensive for our wings, but. When it comes down to it, we are a lot more expensive than, like, a Wingstop or, like, mm. a Buffalo Wild Wings. Right, Because yeah. what, what we do that's different than they do is we give the full wing. Oh okay. Where they give the, you know, they give the party wings. Right. And, A, I think the full wing travels better. And I think it just, it looks better as a presentation, as a wing. So people eat less of them. You know what I mean? Like somebody will eat one one or two wings.
0: Yeah, and you can get wings anywhere. There's so many, you just said, you know, Wingstop and all these places. But there's no place that you can go get brisket or burnt ends. Exactly. So that, yeah, that makes sense. So it's like
1: kind of knowing your um, uh, audience, I guess, you know, helps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will say like doing... Like doing kind of what we do, a lot of uh, we we sell a lot of brisket for our uh, for our catering because there's just not there's not a lot of places that do a good brisket and B that just do brisket in general. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a very large cut of meat. Um, you really gotta really gotta sell a lot of it to make to make money. Yeah. And you got to know how to cook the fucking thing.
0: Yeah. And it takes a long time. Let's be honest. You know, I <laughs> it just takes had a long time to do it. Right.
1: I just had a, um, a client of ours call me and he's like, Hey, is there any way we could do brisket? Um, for one of our Kate, for this catering that's coming up. And I go, not for the budget that you have. And he goes, seriously, he's like, you don't think you can do any brisket for the budget I have. I go, "Oh no, I can. I go, we're just not going to feed all the people. Right. So it's up to you. You know what I mean? Like, it, if you're, you know, if you want to feed all those people, we got to do something different. Yeah. Because brisket ain't going to, you know, it comes with a higher
0: price tag. It just does. Now, and when people at these places order brisket, how are they eating it? With their mouths. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> but I mean, like you serve it on a on a plate with—is it like a sandwich thing, or do they eat it with mashed potatoes? Like how so it you serve it? kind of
1: depends. Um, for us, we do we do very market style. It's um, it, it's per pound, so depending on what you want, we we do per pound. You know, and it's served it's served in a served on a tray.
0: Mm.
1: And that that we're just that that's what we are. We're market style, very Texas. Um, and, and it takes a little bit of learning out here because we're in Chicago, so not everyone understands that. Um, when we do our pop-ups, what we actually do is we use chop brisket. Uh, and the reason being for, I know people are gonna be like, oh, but you're a barbecue purist. You shouldn't be chopping it. No, I understand that. I I totally get it. But in, in the, in the realm of where we are, uh, we're inside breweries a lot. People don't want to buy per pound there. Because they're not really, a lot of those people aren't there to have full meals. They didn't say, hey, I'm coming here to have a meal. Because mm-hmm. these places don't have food. So right. usually what it is is, oh, you guys are here. Hmm, that sounds good. I'll have some of that. So what we do is we, we end up going with chop brisket. Because chop brisket actually, I can stretch it a little bit further. Um, plus then I can give people the, the best of both worlds. I can give them a little bit of... Uh, fatty and a little bit of the point, you know, put all together. And then we serve that with cornbread because we're from the Midwest and everybody in the Midwest loves cornbread. Um, Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, man, I didn't... Like, when we first started, I was, like, looking for sides, trying to think of stuff. And I was like, man, I don't know if we should do cornbread or not. And I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then we started doing brisket and cornbread. And I was like, man cornbread's selling
0: yeah cornbread's was, the best
1: <laughs> but then i was like i'm like but cornbread's selling holy shit and then i'm like hmm i'm like okay so we'll, we'll we'll put it on the menu as a side you know what i mean you can get you can get a piece of cornbread for a dollar we put a piece of cornbread for a dollar and cornbread almost every single order goes out with cornbread yeah it's such an easy upsell to say, um, you know, if they're like, "Hey, we want your uh, your pulled pork mac and cheese and your, you know, pork belly burn ends," and it's like, "Cool, do you want a, you want a, uh, you want a cornbread for a dollar?" Oh yeah, let me get two of them. Yeah, perfect. And it 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 was insane because it started off like, okay, one half pan of cornbread, and then it was you know we'd sell it at a pop up, and then it would be one or two two half pans now it's three half pans you know what i mean it's like we had to keep bringing more and more cornbread because it's like oh shit you know the cornbread goes with the brisket so we have to have it for that and then um we just kind of you know pivot and move and you kind of got to listen to your audience obviously right if somebody's sitting there telling you hey i'm going to pay you money for this you're like shit okay here we go um and, and it, it's just crazy how i never thought cornbread was gonna be the the you know a, a big hit like it is yeah and we're you know we're we're a very basic cornbread recipe nothing crazy it's funny how many people come up to me and they're like dude this cornbread's so good it's like the best cornbread i've ever had and i'm like really it's not that crazy of a recipe it's pretty pretty basic pretty simple and then we just put – we put some of our uh, our pork seasoning on top of it so, you know, it has a little bit more of a kick to it. It's not yeah. necessarily like a jalapeno cornbread because that's something that people were like, oh, you should do a jalapeno cornbread. You should do a jalapeno cornbread. And I'm like, yeah, no, I get that. But that's a little bit more for an adulter palate where, right. like, there are a lot of kids that do still come out with their parents to breweries and – you know, they'll turn and say, "Hey, mom, I want a piece of cornbread." Well, if I have to be like, "It's jalapeno cornbread," and the mom goes, yeah. "Never mind," well, then I'm losing out on money, right? Yeah. So I'd rather make it more of a basic cornbread that people still like and still very much enjoy.
0: Than... Yeah, and it's the same, it's the same when I cook anything. I'm it's I, I I've got my kids at home. My friends got their kids. They bring so I always try to make everything user friendly, and then yeah. you add on whatever you want unless it's yeah. a special dish and if I do then you're making two one for them one for us you know but see that, that, that see with what you're saying there then that's a difference
1: um yeah. in the sense of like if it's something if it's a special dish and it's already mixed up and mixed together then it's like hey you know what this is and what what we what we're thinking about so it's a little bit different yeah but if you like Let's say I make you pulled chicken, right? If we're making pulled chicken, which is a relatively easy dish to make, it um, usually is very user friendly. Now, if I put a bunch of cayenne on it and a bunch yeah. of you know chili and all this like heat onto it, well, it's not as much user friendly anymore. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, so, and it's always good to just have people add whatever they want later on anyway. Like, my wife loves everything with hot sauce. And, like, she'll put hot sauce on anything. And it's like, okay, go for it. <laughs> but certain people like different spice levels, right? Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Like, we had one guy come to come to one of our pop-ups, and he's like, Your brisket's not spicy enough. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's like, and we sell, we sell all of our seasonings. Um, and the, the reason we do that is a lot of people started asking for them. And I was like, well, if there's a you know, market to make money, why not? Um, so we, we bottle and sell all of our seasonings. And he's like, yeah, your brisket is just uh, – your, your brisket rubs just not hot enough. And I'm like, for who? He's like, for me. And I'm like, awesome. The majority of our customers think our brisket rub is right on point. And it has enough of a kick where it doesn't bother them enough, but they enjoy right. it. Yeah. I go, if I go any hotter, I go, people might not like it. And he's like, well, I like extremely hot things. I want, I want things to be like making me cry. And I'm like, cool. 99.9% of the general public that are going to come to me and eat my food
0: have no, like, they are not looking for that. So now you got another opportunity to make a hot sauce or a hot rub, and you go, "It's not hot enough." Here you go, sir, and you give them that other bottle, and you're like, "That's it."
1: <laughs> no, sure, but I'm just saying, like, you know what Level I mean? When, he, when he's saying that, and it's like, man, like, you know that, like, there's people that eat this shit that, like, they're 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 not gonna like, they're not, they're not gonna go. F- for something like
0: that
1: yeah you know what i mean like it's a little hot they're they're not they're not looking to burn their mouth off you know what i mean like yeah and they, and he's like well i just don't understand why you wouldn't make it hotter yeah Cause it's, <laughs> i'm like
0: because i i'm like because i don't need to It's fantastic.
1: People like it. Like, what else do you want from me? But, you know, (laughs) you're never going to make everyone happy in the general public. You just won't. Um, Yeah. Just do your thing, do your best, and uh, and that's it. Yeah. And that's kind of what we do. So, obviously, you being an artist, a creator, and all that kind of stuff, how do you feel like that kind of soaks through with food? Like, do you feel like you plate a little differently because of that?
0: I, I think I do, especially for the gram, you know, you got to take, I like, I like how you're like, you're like, I think I do. Um, well, because like I, when we eat at the pit, like I don't use plate uh, plates, I use cutting boards. So everybody just has a cutting board and like, you you know, everything gets, gets on there and you have your own cutting board. It's like, why not? You know? So I think that already, like when, when somebody comes to the house for the first time, they're like, Oh, is this for me? Like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Here's your cutting board. Yeah, here's the cutting board. Here's your knife. Have fun. The the little drip drainage is all around, so you you know you won't make a mess, and uh, you don't have to worry about a giant steak on a little plate or or paper plate that you're gonna cut through, and you know. So that presentation is 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 number one right there. And then it's just as far as the pit goes, the way it decorated, it and the lighting, and the the music, and the mood, and the smells of it. All of that goes together. The way I. I, I you know I make my my I try to make my grill marks and so yeah man everything I do is 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 the same it's all artistic and to create and to to uh, extend the art the artistry of it all. Uh,
1: dude I I love I love that you that you're like that I mean I think that's super cool and it, it's fun to kind of I always so I, I I'm big into photography I'm kind of a photography nerd um, I did it for for a little bit in my in my life. Um, and I feel like I look at things – I say this to a couple – I've said this to a couple people. They're like, when you're looking at something, I go, I view it through a lens. Yeah. And I don't think you can quite understand that in unless you're – that's the word I'm looking for – unless you're that nerd, right? Right. Um, and I, I say that because, like, I know when I – I do something and I'm looking at a photo, it's so, or when I'm looking at a piece of food or I'm looking at something like, I'm viewing it through a lens and how I would see it through a camera. And it's so funny when I'm like, Hey, can you take a photo of this for me? Like if I'm yeah. doing something and I can't have, like, I can't take the photo. And then these people take photos and they're like, are these good? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, I wouldn't do
0: it that way. I, I always joke about that because I'm always like I'll take a picture of the kids or you know, like my wife and I'm like, Oh look at this, and then I'm like, Here, take I'm gonna I'm gonna go do the same thing. Take a picture of me. And I'm like, the picture I wanted, the picture I got. <laughs> yeah. And you're almost
1: like you know what I mean? Like people are like, Well, yeah. I'm not you and it's like, no, I get it. You just don't view life through a lens. Right. Like it's right. so much different when you start playing with focused you know, well, it teaches you how to and, focus.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah. You know, when you're you have peripheral vision and you kind of see you can choose where you want to go, like you have chameleon eyes. And then when you put it on a little frame, you're like, why am I seeing a desk and a chair and a shelves? No, I need to move this here so that it's chair then desk nah that's composition so you do focus differently and it, it does change the way you view things and, and it's it, not it's not a, like a weird thing to say it's a true it's a fact it's a fact <laughs> no yeah but it, it's fun to be able to talk to somebody who, who views
1: life the same not life but like views this the same way yeah. especially when it comes to you, barbecue and if food. you're
0: putting a steak on a, on a plate you're gonna look at it and go well i better put this on here nice Yeah. (laughs) And and what and what wine does it pair with? What whiskey does it pair with? And what cigar am I gonna take after that? Like all of it is all combined. It's all all together. And that's a lot of times that people don't get is that it's all together. It's a meal. Pre during pre (laughs) during and post. Like you have to have the whole thing. Like there's the dessert liquor afterwards. Like what smoke are you gonna have? All of it. What music are you listening to? Like while you're taking that first bite of that. That's delay, like all of it. It's I art, oh, man. I I
1: love that you said that, and that and that's that's kind of what brings you into restaurants and all that kind of stuff too. What what exactly. most people don't understand, they're like, I I've heard it a million times and it, a million, and I'll hear it a million times over. Well, why does this? Why does this piece of meat cost X amount of dollars? Right here, when I know I can go buy it for you know. E- here's an easy one why why does a pound of pulled pork cost 15 at a at a barbecue place when they are buying it for about a dollar 19 a pound right well the cook time the knowledge to cook it right all those things yeah. right there that 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 should double the price immediately um and i mean the 15 dollar price not not the not the dollar.
0: Price. Well and and the ambiance cuz you're paying for the restaurant, you're paying for it to to be able to not have to clean up afterwards. Yep. You're but you're, you're paying, paying for, for it to be out of the house, Yep. all of that stuff. You are paying and, for the atmosphere. That's actually part of of why I started, you know, learning to grill for myself more because you know, I'm I'm in California and there is no place as far as I know anywhere near LA that you can go get yourself a good piece of steak drink a liquor with it and smoke a cigar all three at the same time in one roof Ooh. other than my house
1: so the, the cigar i mean there's there's probably good liquor and there's
0: probably a good steak but where there's, you get lost is there's you not all three. the cigar you can't, yeah you can't sit outside inside with a nice fire pit or fire whatever have nice and, meat nice liquor and a smoke Mm-hmm. all at the same time and listen to whatever music you want other than my house because that's what i that's what i want and so that's what i created for myself yeah and so uh, what's the point of going anywhere <laughs> because my because the art is meat and meat is art well oh, and yeah. and you're right you're paying you're paying for all of that the presentation the art the the ambiance, all of that the not having to clean up because a lot of times I'm i'm cooking and i love it and sometimes i just i don't feel like doing any of it i gotta order food hey you know what? and that's what helps us you know have jobs <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> i got into a heated debate um the other day actually with with, with somebody and they were like you know it's kind of bullshit that all these restaurants are pushing back and it's you know on this whole covet thing that it's bullshit and i'm like what do you mean it's bullshit and they're like you know you guys you guys should really just just shut down and and just you know, let's let's shut down and, and close it down and hunker it down, and I'm like, you do understand that our livelihoods depend on you guys coming to get food, right? Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, if you don't come to the restaurant, I go, we can't pay our staff. We can't. We can't make money to feed our families.
0: Yeah.
1: You know and. I understand that there's a virus and all this shit, but it's like, dude, I still got to feed my family.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I can't go to my three year old and be like, honey, you need to understand that there's a deadly virus so you don't get to eat today.
0: Yeah, there's a guy that actually barbecues. Uh, he's got like a like a trailer smoker, you know, in the back of his truck. He, he kind of trails it around and he's on the side of the street, the side of the road in the desert and he's just grilling and barbecuing all day and people just pull over their car and get food and he's still doing it he's still doing it and people are still everybody's wearing masks and being proper and everything but yeah. he's still making his money and people are still going to get his food so you know he doesn't have any rent to pay or employees but it just goes to show that you know people still need to eat and people still need to make food and we made an agreement a long time ago that that one will pay the other for that service (laughs) we did called restaurants and 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 eating out (laughs) yeah we you know we did and as as messed
1: up as unfortunately the the restaurant industry world really is because realistically we are a little bit messed up in the in the sense that like uh financially we um uh, the the pay structure is kind of weird, right? I mean, the the pay structure is s- severely weird, in the sense that back a house doesn't get tipped.
0: Yeah, the whole thing needs an enema. The whole the whole oh, an yeah. business. It does. Enema.
1: It does. But like we <laughs> some, I, and I think I think it's the biggest problem is the people that are getting paid for their actual talent are charging. Extremely high prices because they have to, right? Because that's what it takes to create what we create, right? Um. But then you get like this fast food mentality of America, where it's like a cheeseburger should be a dollar.
0: Yeah, we we my wife and I went to go get sushi at our favorite sushi place that we used yeah. to go to every two weeks and sit down and watch a movie, go to the theater, and then go to sushi. You know. And we went, and we, you know, now it's just you just go in and you pick it up, and you stand in line and you pick it up and you leave, and there's no sitting anywhere and everything. And, yeah. I, and I was thinking, like, like man, like nobody's getting tips, nobody's none, none, of the servers are there anymore. And we sat in the car and we ate car sushi, and that was yeah. our date. We just sat in the parking lot, and it was great because we were listening to music and we were looking out at night. And it, but it was depressing, obviously, because you're not. It wasn't late. the same. It's not the same, but it's like, look. What are you going to do? We do our best. We do what we can. We do Uh, what we can. No, I
1: totally get you.
0: I totally 100% get you. Dude, it was the best date I've had all year. I'll tell you that.
1: Was it because it was with your (laughs) wife or?
0: Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) This time, you know, it wasn't Friday night. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's like we – when was the last time that we sat together and finished sentences while having a discussion? Oh, God. February. That's when. Yeah, it's
1: been a It's been a while. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I saw the funniest, I saw one of the funniest signs and it goes around every, every Valentine's day. Um, it's like, if, you know, if you bring your girlfriend in, you get 20% off. If you bring your wife in, you get 40% off. If you bring them both in, you get a hundred percent off. Oh my God. That's amazing. I'm like, I'm like, I kind of want to like say that, but at the same time, like I'm kind of worried to see what happens
0: that'd be a good that'd be a good little skit, like an snl skit or something like a guy comes in with like his wife and his and her sister like hey you know what let me i'm gonna take you guys out to dinner tonight really yeah 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 it's on it's on me my treat it's, on wow, me. it's you're I so got it. generous and then they go to the restaurant hey look over there what look hey guys wave and then they both wave see whoa okay you get it for free <laughs> that's that that's that, that is amazing
1: you know it's just it's so interesting that like those signs
0: exist. <laughs> I love it. It was like oh. Goodfellas and the Goodfellas is like, you know, Friday nights, I'm probably quoting wrong, but Friday nights was for the wives, but Saturday nights was for the girlfriends. Yeah. I think it was vice versa. It does might've been
1: vice versa. I don't remember. But yeah,
0: but yeah, so it's, 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 it's all funny. It's all funny until it's not. <laughs> exactly. Now, what cookers are you cooking on now? Oh
1: man. It's, it's, what's, it's getting oh, bad. What's your go-to like, We all, okay, let's be honest. We all have cookers in our backyards and we all have like, we have that go-to cooker where we're like, I should use this one, but I'm going to use this one again tonight.
0: What's like your go-to? So I have my, my, uh, my, my charcoal grill, um, which is the super pro, the char griller super pro and I, that's like the the one of the first I think the first cuz I had a dual a dual one that, you know charcoal and gas yeah, yeah. a long time ago and then I got this one it was like my first smoker and I put the side box in and it was my smoker I took the side box out now so it's just my charcoal grill um and cuz I got uh, competition pro which is just for smoking now so I kind of have on my pit I have my my competition pro which is just for smoking only my super pro which is just for grilling and then I have my gas grill and my griddle you know, so if it did, it all depends because I also do gas. I do, I do whatever, whatever the hell, how much time I have, how comfortable it is outside and what I want to cook and how quick. So if, if, if I want to charcoal grill, I'm using my super pro, my char griller. Um, and then if I'm smoking, it's the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, competition pro, but I have now the, uh, the flat iron griddle, which is like, it's changed the whole game. Cause I, I cook everything from onions to, to meat, to, tacos to pancakes. <laughs> so it's just ruined me completely. <laughs> now, did you
1: get the uh, Blackstone?
0: No, I, I I have all Char-Griller products.
1: Okay. But yeah, it, it's kind of I'm a
0: Char-Griller boy.
1: You're a Char-Griller boy. Fantastic. Now the griddle. How many how many burners are on that one? And what that size is, is four. it? 4. Okay, so it's Yeah. So it's super heat distribution is nice then because i know i know that like some places like i know like i'll use um well blackstone just as an example i know their old blackstones were they're not their old ones but like kind of like the first generation they didn't have that heat distribution quite quite sunk in yet yeah and um it you know it's insane
0: yeah, like, the, the four-griller, they, they have like a camping one. It's like a two-griller one <clears> that you can just take, you know, a portable one. Yeah, I got yeah. the biggest one, which is the four, The four, and the distribution is amazing, man. It's, it's like – because I've been – we did uh, taco night, and I had carnitas and um, carne asada and chicken, and I heated up rice, and I did the onions all on, on one griddle, and everything kept warm. I did the tortilla, everything on the same griddle, you really and it a was like – oh, yeah, and then and then I cleaned it all up. Everyone was full, and then I made freaking pancakes, and they tasted like tacos, and they were amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I mean, I think those things, they're so fantastic. They can do so many
0: things. Yeah, um, you really can play with them so nicely. Yeah, and but I, but I mean, in, in all reality, though, like I'm a, like again, I'm a charcoal guy. I love the charcoal grill. Yeah, and like for example, like I'm gonna make two steaks. And I'm just going to do it on the gas grill it, because it's like it's seven minutes and I'm done. I don't need to sit out there for 30 minutes and wait for the charcoal to go. And it's just for me and my wife. And we're just, you know, I'm going to cook it out there and bring it in because we're watching a movie. That's when I use the gas grill. If it's like, hey, it's date night. We're going to hang out. We're going to you know, pop a pop bit of a bottle and I'm going to do some sides and the, the porterhouse steaks and blah, blah, blah. Charcoal all the way. Charcoal, charcoal, charcoal. So now it, 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 whatever, whatever cooks the meat, whatever gets the job done, you know. Now, are you a sous vide guy? Um I mean sure.
1: <laughs> well, I mean have you played
0: around with the i V? I've done I've done prime rib, I've done um which one was that other one? It's not a it's not a prime rib. Like a roast. You're you're not talking about chuck roast, are you? About what? A chuck roast. I think so. I think it was. Or a tri tip. No, 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 that wasn't a tri tip. Not everybody likes the tri-tips around here. And then and it's those are the those are the ones that are good to go.
1: I like tri-tips. I'm a fan of them. I'm a big fan of the tri-tip. Now I like the tri tip I I am just saying cuz I like the see you know, I've been playing around a lot with the vide and just finishing it on the cooker. Oh. just having a lot of fun with it. And it especially and now now even more um and, and I'm, I'm sure people will hate me for this. I've been playing around with a lot more cast iron inside um, just because I cook for a living. So uh, sometimes I don't want to come home and light up another grill. Yeah. I just don't feel like it. So I've been playing with cast iron. And I've been having a lot of fun playing with cast iron. Yeah. And then, honestly, my go-to smoker right now at my house is my barrel. I've been digging my barrel, like, yeah, loving it.
0: But we just got a, 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 a what is it called, a Ninja Air Crisper thing? Ah, yes. And, like, I, I I think it's cheating. I feel like it's cheating. <laughs> now, you know what I mean? have you ever done smoked wings in it? No, like, we just got it, and we just tried it for the first time yesterday. Well, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> like, so here we go. You got we have smoked any, have wings. Any, like Yeah.
1: Let them cool. So smoke them like – if you know you want wing, you're like, oh, I'm going to want wings.
0: Smoke yeah. them the day before. And then finish it off on the other one.
1: And No, but cool them down completely. Put them in the free fridge. Let them really bring in that smoke flavor. Let that smoke really penetrate really nicely. Yeah. And then throw them into the air crisper. Dude, it will be the
0: only way you want to eat wings. Wow. It's fantastic. I mean, I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll try anything once. Try it. I mean, it'll, it'll, I think
1: it'll change your life and you're welcome. <laughs> You'll be like, dude, cause you get that really nice smoky flavor out of them, but then you get that really crunchy skin.
0: Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. We did a whole chicken on it and just to try it out. I'm like, look, might as well go all out and just try it. And. It was pretty good. You know, it's not my, it's not my technique. It's not my grill, but it's pretty good. pretty good, I guess.
1: You know what it is? It's the, it's the crock pot.
0: Yeah. It's
1: the, it's the, the, it's the same thing as a crock pot. It's the same thing as a pellet smoker.
0: But that air fryer thing was like amazing. I'm like, what do you mean 15 minutes? That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. It needs to be three hours. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) It needs to to be three hours at
1: 275 for. yeah.
0: Yeah. Come on three cigars later don't do this don't do this <laughs> now what kind of cigars are you into oof so I, I have a, a Thompson cigar I'm a, uh, I have the, the membership there so it's okay. like they ship you like five cigars every month for like 32 bucks and so whatever comes out there um, and then when I do order right now I'm on this um, Kentucky fire cured uh, cigars and Gurkas are like my go-tos, Okay. but m- most of the time I'm all, I'm all Rocky Patel and Alec Bradley, just anything that those, those companies make. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so good. Oh my God. This is so good. Like now, I haven't tried anything that I don't like.
1: Are, do you like a larger gauge? or are you a smaller gauge? What's your, again,
0: what's your... depends, depends on the, on what I'm doing. Like if I'm sitting in my office and I'm working on something, it's just something short and, and nubby and little, little and or fast even a and bandito easy. cigarillo. Yeah. If I'm hanging out with everybody, just give me a big ass, thick old seven inch, big brown one. <laughs> so just, what you, you know, yeah, just depends. Just depends yeah. on what's going on, man. Like, I got the whole humidor is full of everything and all kinds of stuff, and from flavor to non, and small to large, and yeah, I do the pipe tobacco too. So okay, I mean, it depends on what I'm drinking with and and what we're doing. That's part of the part of the uh, the hobby of it, you know. Like, well, man, what's this going to go with? Is it going to with, you know, it, it, well, it's mid-afternoon. I'm going to have some tea with it or maybe an espresso or some coffee. Like, so it just, it's part of the fun, part of the allure. I'll, I'll do it all. Now, are you, do you
1: like the V cut? Do you like the, do you like the punch? What? What's your go-to on that?
0: I'm, I, if I can, if I can pick, it's V cut all the way, but some of them require different cuts. Depends. Sometimes, yeah. It
1: depends on the cigar.
0: Yeah. But, uh, um, but if, if, but mostly if I can do it, it's a V cut.
1: That's the, that's the go-to. I'm yeah. lear- you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cigar person. I, I dig it. I normally punch, but I've been really paying attention to a lot more cigar guys. And almost everyone I talk, or everyone I'm like talking to or watching, they're like, dude, V cut change your life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm <You're> like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like, man. Okay. So I gotta, okay. I gotta do that. Yeah. so and, and I have a little uh, a little cutter a little tabletop cutter so it has different gauges of V cuts and stuff nice but like we had you know I had uh, like a nub uh, which is a big thick one punch that and that's so much better so it just it just depends you find your way you know yeah I just like the punch be like
1: I'm not like the clean cut yeah okay I get it but like I don't know the punch just it, I feel like it it,
0: it smokes different yeah and some of them you can see when the when the cigars are wrapped where you where you're supposed to flat cut it yeah they actually put that extra leaf there so you can actually see the line and you're like i kind of want to do a flat cut on here because the artist that made the cigar gave me a line to follow and i kind of want to do what he did or she did you know so well yeah they they gave you they gave you their their um their opinion yeah their guidance
1: their guidance and it's like man yeah fuck you you made this thing so
0: maybe i should listen yeah yeah so i'm like i'll do this for you there you go you're welcome (laughs) and and, you know it's true though it's like
1: this is you know i i kind of told you to do it this way and you either kind of do it that way or you you don't yeah and that's like you can either
0: listen to me or you can kind of be a dick and not which is completely opposite with meat because you get the meat and you trim the shit out of it to make it your own. Very true. Isn't that amazing? Very the butcher true. doesn't know nothing.
1: <laughs> but the problem is like a lot of these briskets, they're getting – I mean the way that they're cutting them out. I mean dude, those are going on processing lines and those guys are cutting them out blind. You know what I mean? They just kind of know where the brisket is and they just kind of go for it with their knives. It's very interesting yeah. when you see processing lines. When you become a meat meat nerd nerd like me, and you've seen, <laughs> it just kind of happens. Amazing. Well, man, dude, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show with us, hanging out with us, chatting barbecue, chatting cigars, chatting photography. We kind of we kind of touched a bunch of basis, and I liked it. Yeah. Um. So I want to. I kind of like closing the show off with this question: If you could go back in your barbecue journey, right? And talk to yourself when you first started. What are 3 tips you would give yourself to help shorten your learning curve?
0: Hmm. That's a that's an interesting one. Cuz it depends on what year I would go back to. <laughs> the beginning before you started at all. I would I would say buy a smoker, buy a charcoal and buy a, a gas grill all separate things and try all your meat on all separate and see what you like. <laughs> It's not bad. start now and don't build up. Yeah. Cause like I said, I started with a little camping grill in my apartment and then I moved on to like a dual or a yeah. gas grill. And then I had a dual and I'm like, I can't smoke right. And I can't do, and there's not enough room. And I was using the other grill as a shelf for the other. I was just like, that's the first thing, like invest in yourself and buy the one of each thing and use them all to make the same meat and learn that way and learn what you like.
1: It's a good one. It's a good answer.
0: Yeah. Like I think answer.
1: so. Man, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show. If you can do us one last favor, tell everyone where they
0: can follow your journey online. So you can find everything I do, my art, my movies, my barbecue, my my everything is on just my name, jackventuro.com. But for the smoking stuff and the and the grilling stuff, it's just Coyote Jack Smoke Pit. And that's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. No, not Twitter. And uh, YouTube and my website and everything, coyotejacksmokebit.com. So there you go. Dude, thank you
1: so much, and uh, we will chat with you soon.
0: Thank you so much, man.